Welcome to Go Green Radio, brought to you by Covanta Energy. Reduce, reuse, recycle, rethink renewable energy and energy from waste. This program will help start you thinking about how to protect our world and its important resources. Now here's the host for Go Green Radio, Jill Buck. Welcome to Go Green Radio, everybody. So glad that you could tune in. We are so STEMI on this show. We love science. And we have a food scientist here with us today. Uh, Dr. Asli Samachi is the CEO of a company called B and U. That's B E E and you.com. She's a food scientist. Uh, She's started her own company. She is committed to creating natural and healthy products for the educated consumers. Go Green Radio listeners, that's you, your educated consumers. And we're going to be talking to her about some of the benefits of natural bee products. Um, And I think you're going to be really fascinated. Welcome to Go Green Radio, Dr. Samachi. I am so glad to have you on. I loved reading about your company's origin story. It's on your website, bandu.com. I would love for you to share that story with our listeners. Thank you, Jill. Uh, it's also very nice for me uh, to be uh, with Go Green listeners and to, with you today. Thank you uh, for the introduction. Uh, as you said, my background is uh, food science. I'm a food scientist. I have a Master of Science degree uh, on especially bee products. And I also have doctorate degree on biology, again, uh, with bee products. So I have been working with bees and bee products the last 20 years. Uh, Most of life uh, passed with that. So I'm an expert uh, on bee products. Uh, But how I became an entrepreneur uh, is a a different story than being just an academician uh, and a professional in the beekeeping sector. It's about my motherhood because uh, my first son, uh, he started having high body fever uh, very often, uh, after uh, when he was like 11 months old, he started devo- he started developing this case, and it lasted for a very long time, like five years. And my mother is a pediatrician, my mother, father is a surgeon, but uh, even though I'm in the middle of doctors, uh, nobody could uh, diagnose the case, and uh, there it looked like there was no cure for it because we, were, we had to give him a lot of antibiotics. Uh, the high body fever went down with uh, using antibiotics, but when you stop using it, it went up again. Mm. So it's like occasional case went up like this for five years. And after, when he was five years old, he developed another uh, health problem, which is called Hennerschenlein vasculitis. I'm sure you have never heard about that before no. because uh, me also, I didn't hear about it before. It is inner bleeding of the body on itself. So the blood comes out of the vein. It's an autoimmune disease caused by uh, using too much antibiotics and, of course, the result of low immune system. So uh, the, it took us a long time to diagnose this case as well. After visiting 18 different professors, the last professor uh, uh, diagnosed the case and he asked me, asked that there is no cure for this disease. He has to uh, 
his his immune system has to uh, develop, and that's the only thing that uh, will save him. Mm-hmm. And uh, why don't you give him propolis and ro- royal jelly? Yeah, I am a scientist in uh, the beekeeping sector, but at that time in Anatolia, beekeepers were producing only honey, and I my I had my master of science degree also. Uh, for determination uh, of authenticity of honey, uh, mm-hmm. but there was no production of propolis and royal jelly. Mm-hmm. And uh, he asked me, why don't you give him propolis and royal jelly? Because, because these two bee products, uh, they are well known uh, to support immune system. There are lots of scientific papers showing their health benefits. Uh, I said, because there is no production and... Uh, to be honest, uh, the first producer of these uh, propolis and royal jelly products in the world uh, is China, and most of the products uh, being exported from China are not real and authentic. So I don't mm. trust and I don't give. And he asked me, why don't you produce for your son, which was a very right question. <laughs> and uh, my husband, uh, Thailand, is also an agricultural engineer and a beekeeping specialist. And uh, we started calling beekeepers because we had a contact, uh, contact to 10,000 beekeepers. Uh, but most of them didn't know about propolis, didn't pro- produce it. And uh, when, when you ask, why don't you produce it? They say, because nobody asks from us. Uh, mm-hmm. When we produce, it's more expensive than what's out on the market coming out of China, but which is not real at all. So mm-hmm. nobody is asking from us. So one beekeeper, he decided to produce for me. He sent the propolis. Propolis is a resin that bees collect from the trees. It's mm. a natural uh, super antioxidant. It's the strongest antioxidant in the world. You can uh, compare it uh, with pomegranate, onion, or garlic. It is minimum 80 times more antioxidant than pomegranate, 100 wow. times stronger antioxidant than onion. So it's such a strong antioxidant. And it also has antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal uh, effects as well on the body. So it's like a natural antibiotic, which also supports the immune system. Mm-hmm. So, uh, But when you collect it from the hive, it's mixed with, uh, with beeswax. So it's like a stone. It looks like a hard stone. And it's not edible in its raw form. It needs extraction. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, I extracted it in my lab uh, by looking at the literature and started giving him propolis in a drop form, uh-huh. the 30% drop that we are now also uh, selling uh, on our website. And also, uh, I uh, the beekeeper produced Royal jelly for me. A royal jelly is a natural uh, food for the baby bees, for the larva bees, mm-hmm. produced by worker bees. Uh, you can think it like a mother milk. It's a very strong uh, food. There are very special proteins and organic acids in royal jelly that is uh, not available in any other food naturally. For example, they are royal actin. It's a special group of proteins only found naturally in royal jelly. Also, there is 10-HTA. 
10-hydroxydecoenoic acid, which is found naturally also in uh, royal jelly. Even though you eat very small amounts, they are very good for the immune system. And uh, I started giving royal jelly to my son, mixing it with raw honey, which is unheated and unfiltered honey, directly mm-hmm. from the hive, as it is, which have very high nutritional benefits as well. And I started giving my son the proto- uh, propolis wrap that I extracted. Uh, after using uh, those natural bee products for six months, totally, and in the meantime, we couldn't give him uh, more uh, drugs and antibiotics as the case was going worse when I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, keeping it at, at home, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, giving him six months of these natural products, we saw the number of immune cells in his blood going up and up by time, and it went uh, up twice as more. Wow. And he, uh, he was totally uh, healed. He was, oh, he, the, the case was solved, and the high body fever, the allergies, uh, the inner bleeding was gone. So that was the time when I decided uh, to uh, pay back to the bees and <laughs> to the nature, and that was the time when I decided to become an entrepreneur, to start production of propolis and royal jelly in Anatolia, and to start... Uh, uh, turning them into natural uh, products that everyone, every consumer, every mother, and every child can reach. That is amazing. I, I, you know, and I love stories like that where, you know, some incredible innovation comes from one of the strongest bonds that I know of, and that's parenthood. I mean, the things that we will do for our children and and how fortunate for your son to have scientists around him uh, with the exact expertise um, to to develop something brand new. Um, You know, what are the, one of the things that that I would love for you to to talk about because I spent a lot of time out on your website, B&U, is some of the product lines that you have uh, for people to, to, to enjoy, to purchase, um, what what kinds of uh, health benefits and product lines do you offer now? That it came out of this great story. Yeah, thank you. Uh, first of all, uh, my first product was the propolis extract, uh, which also I used for my son, and the mixtures with propolis, raw honey, and uh, royal jelly. Uh, these were the first products that I. Uh, started selling on my website and afterwards uh, some other pr- products also also followed like tablets with a mixture of propolis royal jelly and pollen as well do you know what pollen pollen is no well uh, not really not really okay let me tell you uh, okay. p- pollen is uh, the sperm cells of the plant oh. so uh, it's a seed a plant comes out of it. Bees collect those seeds from the plants as they uh, visit uh, all the flowers when they are flying. They also collect these seeds and they bring them into the hive. And they use it as a natural protein and vitamin mineral source for them. So it's like a vitamin supplement and protein supplement for the bees coming from the nature. Uh, there are different products in the hive. Honey, 
pollen, uh, propolis, royal jelly, and there is also bee venom. So these four products, uh, the pollen, uh, I also prepare the tablet mixed with royal jelly and propolis. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are two versions. Uh-huh. Uh, the uh, the higher, strongest version is like for more adults. Uh-huh. And uh, the one that also I mixed with uh, cacao powder is a little bit for kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also have a shot. It's like a new line. Uh, I mixed propolis with natural orange juice and raw honey and mm-hmm. added a little bit of vitamin D3 and also uh, natural zinc. So it's like a super immune support and the taste is also really good. Mm, I uh, bet. You know, <laughs> I bet. Yeah, that's, it's a, that's a nice one. And that's amazing. I think it, you can find also this product on Trader Joe's as well. That's and, so cool, uh, Dr. Simanchi. And, and I, yeah, I hate to interrupt. I'm going to give you a chance to keep going because I want to hear more about this, but we've got to take a really quick commercial break. And then when we come back, we'll have much more discussion about some of your awesome products. So don't go away, listeners. We'll be right back. News, opinion, your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787, 1-866-472-5787, voiceamerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh, yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Conservation starts with us. Learn about environmental concerns each week when you tune in to Our Wild World with host Ellie Weiss. Our show centers on Africa each week and what's being done to save our wildlife, ecology, and ourselves. However, we'll also discuss what's going on closer to home. And most importantly, we'll let you know what can be done in our own backyards by featuring guest experts and featuring your questions and answers. Listen every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio, everybody. If you're just tuning in, let me catch you up. Our guest today is Dr. Simanchi, and she is not only an award-winning, renowned um, food scientist, but she is the CEO of her own company. You can find their website at www.be, that's B-E-E, 
and the word A-N-D-U, uh, Y-O-U.com, B-N-U.com. And we're talking about the health benefits of natural bee products. And I'm so sorry I had to cut you off there before we went to commercial break, but I'd love to give you the chance to finish telling us about some of the product lines that you have on your website. Thank you, Jill. Uh, we talked about uh, the tablets, natural mixtures with raw honey and mm-hmm. propolis extract, the drops. But I also love the sprays that I, I developed. And the natural truth spray mixed with a royal jelly, sorry, mixed with raw honey and propolis mm-hmm. and a little bit of uh, menthol is really a very good breath freshener. And propolis is also very good for sore throat. And also mm. allergies, especially seasonal allergies, and also good for the teeth and the gums as well. This mm. product I also love. And uh, the uh, nasal spray mixed with a little bit of uh, sea uh, salt and propolis and just water is also very good for relieving allergies and keeping the viruses out of from our uh Nasocinesis mm-hmm. is also very nice. Uh, one of my ma- favorite products is uh, the uh, skincare group. I am not sure if you had a chance to look uh, at uh, this category. This mm-hmm. is sort of like a new category because I started my business in 2013. It has been nine years. Wow. And now we are a center. Yeah, that's really nice. You will love it. And keep in mind that all of our products are 100% natural. No additives, no colorants, no preservatives, non-GMO, uh, certified certified uh, against many different uh, international and national standards, food safety standards, GMP, good manufacturing practices, organic Koshar, Halal, we have all the uh, certifications so that people are uh, very uh, comfortable when they are using my product because I know uh, what, it, what it means to deal with allergies and mm-hmm. many uh, bad stuff as a mother. So I produced mm-hmm. all my formulations uh, with the feeling of a sensitive mother, to be honest, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that everyone can use and make health benefits out of them. And the skincare category is sort of new. Uh, we developed natural uh, mineral uh, sunscreens with non-nano mineral zinc, which is very good for the skin, just covers the skin, and which also is very good for the environment. Uh, they don't harm the coral reefs in the ocean. This uh-huh. is very important. Yes. You know, the chemical filters are very dangerous also for the environment and for the coral reefs in the uh, sea and the ocean. Absolutely. My uh, products are very good for uh, keeping your skin uh, against uh, the dangerous sun rays of the UVA and UVB sun rays of the sun also feeds your skin because whatever we put on our skin, it goes to our blood and it's like we are eating it. So yes. you can, it's so natural that you can even eat it. It's a mixture <laughs> of propolis, 
Nanano Mineral Zinc, Aloe Vera, Shea Butter, Olive Oil, Vitamin E and Vitamin B5. It's also natural and it's very good. And the anti-aging skincare category that we developed uh, together with Bivonum is a super natural uh, Botox, like a Botox. I call it Betox. <laughs> Botox from the I love that. <laughs> Uh, I have um, serums uh, for eyes and for the skin, which doesn't have any oil in it. Uh, I use plant oils also in my skincare category, but the serums don't have any oils. So the uh, problematic skins like with acne can also use them. And uh, this um, B-Venom is also very good for uh, acne and problematic skin as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, cream for formulation that you put over it is a very good uh, humidifier for the skin, and it also increases collagen synthesis and helps really uh, anti-aging of the skin. Uh, and we tested all of our products on sensitive uh, humans, so that uh-huh. we we, are, we have uh, dermatologically tested which all the sensitive skin uh, people can use. And also we tested our products, especially the anti-aging series, uh, for uh, determining its anti-aging effect, the humidifying effect. Uh-huh. It's also very good for, uh, for cleaning the fine lines and the dark spots on the skin. Uh-huh. So if you're not allergic directly to the B product, you can choose any product that you like uh, from any uh, category. We also have different packages for the family, for the children, for mm-hmm. mothers. We have roll-on, we have lip balm. They are all natural. You know, in the roll-on category especially, uh, it's very dangerous to use antiperspirant roll-on, which keep you away from sweating, mm-hmm. like uh, having aluminum inside or parabens inside, because this aluminum is well known to collect in the breast cells and mm-hmm. is now known to be a reason, uh, one of the reasons uh, for breast cancer. It's very dangerous. Mm-hmm. So we should use natural roll-ons. And in my roll-ons, I only used propolis, a natural plant extract, and mm-hmm. uh, non-mineral zinc, which is very safe. It's a very strong antifungal, so it keeps you away from having bed odor, but mm-hmm. doesn't uh, clog the um, sweating cells in the body and doesn't uh, collect on your breast cells. So it's mm-hmm. a very good natural roll-on as well. So I have different products, and you may choose one product from the beast uh, for your immune system and skin as well. That's amazing, Dr. Smanji. And, you know, we do have, uh, you know, a lot of our listeners who, you know, they think about the, the, the welfare of the bees. I mean, we, we know that um, bees are very important to our ecosystem and they might be concerned, you know, about the, the bees that are producing the propolis and the royal jelly and the, the items that you need for your products. So talk to us about how you and your company ensure that the, the bees are well cared for and, and that your supply chain um, is, is operating sustainably. How do you ensure that? 
Yeah, uh, that's a very important point. So thank you for the question. Uh, because, you know, all the plants, uh, 80% of all the plants in the world are pollinated by bees. This means if we want to keep uh, the world green and if you want to increase uh, agriculture, we, ha we need bees. If there are mm -hmm. no bees, there is no life. Mm -hmm. And you know that there is a saying of Einstein. He said that when the last bee die, died, humanity has a maximum four more years to go. What does wow. this mean? This means if the bees die, agriculture will stop, so people will exist. exist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's very, very uh, important uh, issue. So what we are doing is we are trying to increase the number of bees. And that, that we need to support our beekeepers for sustainable beekeeping. Mm -hmm. How we do that? We uh, work with only contracted beekeeping models. That is the only way uh, to uh, provide a very uh, high quality supply chain and also by supporting our beekeepers. Because beekeepers, what we want, we want our beekeepers uh, to focus on uh, what they are doing, just beekeeping. We don't uh, want them to worry about where will I sell my product, how will I sell my, pro sell my product, what will be the price, and so on. Contracted beekeeping means the beekeeper produces for you and all the conditions, including the price of the product, is written on the uh, contract. What else is written? They have to apply good beekeeping practices, which means that they shouldn't harm the bees, they should behave uh, very, uh, let's say, kind to the bees, and also they have to increase their number of bees by time that they're looking after. Do you know how long uh, a life of a bee? No, I don't. 45 days. That's it? Such a oh short. Oh my gosh. And they're so important to our ecosystem and that's all the time they have on this planet. Wow. That's amazing. In their 40, 45 days of life, one bee visits a minimum 300,000 plants. One bee <laughs> That's hive, where the term busy about, bee comes from. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's a busy that's life in 45 life. days. <laughs> well, Dr. Savanchi, we've got to take That is why their a, life is so short so, because so they work so hard. Yeah. Yeah, we've got to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we'll be talking more with Dr. Samanji. You know, keep in mind, listeners, she is a food scientist. So we're going to talk about some other issues in the next segment that I think you'll find very interesting. So don't go away. There's more Go Green Radio right after this. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%? 
43% or 14%. Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh, yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio, everybody. So glad that you could join us. And if you just tuned in, let me catch you up. Our guest today is Dr. Asli Samanchi. She is the CEO of a company called B&U, and they, they have products of many different types that are made from natural bee products. Um, but she she got her start. Her educational background began with food science. And, you know, as we heard in segment one, she transitioned into this vocation of, of working with bee products besides honey, which of course we all know is in food, um, as, as a um, immuno support for her son who was very ill. And, and there really was no cure for his condition when he was very young. And so, you know, one of the things that a lot of us wrestle with, um, a lot of us moms especially, is when we go to the grocery store, we wonder how exactly do we determine what an eco-friendly product is? And I'd like to get your input, Dr. Savanchi, as a food scientist and a mother and a biologist. Um, it, give us your insights on how to determine what grocery items are eco-friendly. Well, what grocery items are eco-friendly? I think uh, natural products, this is very important, but we have to keep in mind that uh, the change of genes may be dangerous for the ecosystem. So non-GMO products we can choose. The packaging is also very important. Where possible, I prefer personally glass packaging, which is more eco-friendly, which stays on nature. Uh, less uh, as a waste. So mm -hmm. uh, the packaging is important and the company who is producing it, uh, they should uh, definitely be very open to show how they support uh, the ecosystem, how, how they produce their products, how, what they provide uh, to the producers like we do for our beekeepers mm -hmm. and how do they... Um, help sustainability of the ecosystem. This is very important. You know, the world is uh, going to an end. Yeah. Some scientists say that we have 100 more years to go if we go like that. Uh, the, uh, the ecosystem, uh, one of the main um, stones, let's say, of the ecosystem 
is the pollinators. And mm -hmm. the very important, the most uh, strong pollinator in the ecosystem, in nature, is bees. Mm -hmm. So everybody has to look after bees. This is also very important. Even the, uh, the, the company doesn't um, produce bee products. Every company can support beekeeping and bees. And every person as well. Also us as consumers. How is that? For example, what do we do? We contract the beekeeper, we give them guarantee to buy, we help them, we teach them how to produce the product uh, and how to apply good beekeeping practices, which doesn't harm the bees and which also helps the ecosystem. And we also, uh, from every product that we sell on the market, we collect 1% of the income and pay it back to the beekeepers, to our beekeepers, contracted beekeepers, uh, like an extra bonus mm -hmm. for them, on mm -hmm. top of what we pay uh, for them for their efforts and for the products. This is an additional bonus that we pay back every year. So mm -hmm. uh, what happens if my beekeeper starts with, let's say, 50 hives, next year he may have 60 hives and more and more and more. And that's also what happened in the last 10, uh, let's, let's say, nine years when I mm -hmm. started my entrepreneurship uh, life. Uh, we started with just 10 contracted beekeepers. Now we have 5,000 contracted beekeepers wow. who look after 550,000 beehives. This is very wow. important. That's and most huge. of our beekeepers, sorry, yeah, that's really huge. And most of our beekeepers, and they increase their number of beehives double or three times. So this is very important. This means we really help the ecosystem by increasing the number of bees in the world. If you do, if you apply good beekeeping practices, this is possible. You can increase the number of bees. You can help the ecosystem. You can help the agriculture. Plus, you get very good quality, safe, clean, pure bee products. Mm -hmm. so I think a lot of people, yeah, I think a lot of people just don't realize that you know our food supply is is completely, almost entirely reliant upon bees. I think we we kind of get to this point, and you can appreciate this as a scientist, where you know we feel very proud of our scientific pro you know progress. We've we've learned a lot in the last century. We can create robots. We can you know. You know, we've gone into space. We do all these things because of science. And yet, there is no scientific replication of the important work that bees do to keep our food supply going. And, and I'd love for you to talk about just, you, you mentioned, um, you know, in, in just a moment ago about not uh, choosing products that, that are based on GMOs. You said, you know, choose non-GMO products. Talk to us a little bit more about the impact that genetically modified, you know, organisms can have on bees. Yeah, uh, the genetical change in the ecosystem can be dangerous. Uh, if it's done in a very scientific and very controlled manner, it may be acceptable, but this depends on uh, how it's done. So sometimes it may be very dangerous. For example, um, why 
bees are getting lost in the world. Why are the number of bees are decreasing? Let's look at what's happening in the nature. Because of the increase of temperatures every 50 years, it's now um, two degrees, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which ha- we have to uh, get down uh, to 0.5 degrees uh, the glo- to uh, keep the world away from global warming. Mm-hmm. This changes the ecosystem and the genes of the plants and the GMO culture, uh, GMO agriculture is also helping this uh, to go faster. Uh, because the number of uh, the um, number of all the uh, animals, even bees and other small animals, they are all decreasing. The coral reefs in the oceans, you know, mm-hmm. they are they are disappearing. So mm-hmm. the um, there is a risk that all the uh, ice in the world can melt, and uh, there is also another risk that all the uh, places that we are living may be underwater after a mm-hmm. while. Mm-hmm. So this is the end of the world. So we have to help uh, the ecosystem to go on, not just the plants, but also the animals, even the animals and coral reefs in the ocean. Mm-hmm. And bees is very crucial in this part because the first 100 food that we are eating in the world, including uh, wheat, all the uh, fruits, all the mm-hmm. vegetables, um, different types of teas, whatever you can think, is uh, produced as a result of pollination of the bees. Wow. So uh, to, to keep the world going on, the number of bees should increase. This is a necessity. But not just bees, also the other pollinators. Right. And uh, you know, what are the I, other pollinators like beetles, bugs, insects, small mm-hmm. animals? Uh, and we need forests. Forests are, at Amazons are, you know, very important. Mm-hmm. So we have to keep uh, what we have right now and we have to put on that. It's not just um, we, as a world, all the countries have to do it at the same time all together. Mm-hmm. So it's right. not just we are doing it America, USA, or we are just doing it in Europe. It's not just some countries doing it. We have to do it all together. This is mm-hmm. very important. Everybody has to be aware about that. I think that's really true. And I think a component of that is both role modeling you know, action for our children and also teaching our children what they need to know to, to enact these kinds of changes. I'm just curious, you know, because you are a scientist, because you're a food scientist, a biologist, um, as well as a business owner, how do you teach your own children about these issues? What are some of the the tips and and tricks that you can give us um, to, you know, to to help us do this with our, our own kids? Uh, thank you for the question. It's a very good uh, question. Well, um, I, I try to be a role model uh, for my children as well. And, uh, of course, they, uh, they are growing in, in the middle of bees. <laughs> and uh, when uh, my son was so sick, 
I was feeling very sad, you know, because mm-hmm. there was no cure and I was looking for it. And after a while now, he's 17, 17 years old. He is a grown, like a grown up. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, hey, mother, you were so sorry for what was happening to me. But look what it caused uh, as an aunt. So he's mm-hmm. proud of me and he wants to help me. So how, what do I do? But I'm lucky and I feel that my children are also lucky. I bring them whenever I go to the bees, near the bees, I bring them together with me. And I also uh, ask them to uh, work with me whenever they have time from school and other things uh, in my plant to see what's going on, how we do, and how we help the bees and ecosystem. We are also re- uh, I also bring them books uh, about keeping the world going, ecosystem, and also the documentary fl- films. There are lots of documentary films about uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, how, how the world will go to an end. I'm sure uh, you are aware of that. Oh, sure. I'm pushing them to read such books and also watch such uh, documentary films about uh, the ecosystem, the importance of the ecosystem. And of course, I always talk about and we always discuss about uh, bees and beekeeping and their importance. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to do. And I'm also trying to help them to um, uh, spread this word from for their surroundings so they have a, a club uh, club lessons in their schools and uh, they are one of the uh, be um, representatives in their schools we started a project about being be representatives maybe volunteers be be volunteer volunteers is a better word so mm-hmm. their their role is to spread the uh, word of the bees uh, to their surroundings, to their friends, to their school. Uh, so we started a project like that, and now we have more than 100 B volunteers. I love who that. Talk about, yeah. I love <laughs> that, Dr. Smudger. You're such a great role model. You are such a great Thank role you. model. And, and we've got to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, uh, we're going to dig a little deeper into some of the, the lessons we can learn from Dr. Samanchi. So don't go away, folks. There's more Go Green Radio right after this. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh, yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com.
You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. Dr. Samanchi, it, it has been so much fun having you on. And I feel like you're just such a great role model of what it is to be a successful woman in the scientific community, in STEM. And for any of our listeners who don't know what STEM is, it's science, technology, engineering, and math. It's an acronym that we use a lot um, in the K through 12 space and in the university space. And 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 there's kind of a... a a support group to to some extent it's very informal of women in stem because there was a time when there weren't that many women in stem uh, careers and i'd love for you to talk to us dr samanchi about what you think it takes to be a successful woman in a stem career thank you for the question this is also i think a very important question because i believe that uh, women have to be supported positively more uh, because uh, they are the ones who teach their children. And when women make money, it's like a statistic, they generally uh, spend this money for the education of their children. So supporting women worldwide and entrepreneurship is very, very important. Of course, in the STEM, it's more, even more important. My favorite life lesson quote is, don't give up your dream. Mm -hmm. So if you believe, if you have a dream, you have to follow that. And if nobody is doing, you should do it. Mm -hmm. So this is a saying of Japanese, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, If somebody else is doing, you can still do it. But if Mm -hmm. nobody is doing it, you should definitely do it. This is also my uh, lesson, life lesson quote. Because um, this propolis, production of propolis and royal jelly, when I started, most people uh, told me that I cannot be successful as an entrepreneur because, yeah, being a scientist is something different and being an entrepreneur, running a company, hiring staff and all the P&Ls and all the uh, financial issues and marketing is different, they said, and yeah, I was aware of, about that, and that is why I uh, went back to the university to have my MBA degree, Master of Science yes. degree about business administration, to learn mm-hmm. about this, this part, because I was more in the kitchen, in the science part, in the laboratory part, but mm-hmm. I felt weak on uh, the business administration part. Uh-huh. So uh, never give up. Your age is never important. I was over 40 when I started my business. Uh, But I feel even more younger right now because I'm going after my passion. I love what I'm doing. I'm helping the bees. I'm spreading their word. I owe the life of my son to the bees. So I have to pay back. I have to tell the world what they are doing and why they are so necessary for the health of humans and for the um, future of humanity and the ecosystem. 
So I feel very happy and comfortable because I, I do what I love. So this is um, what I also advise to most uh, women entrepreneurs who, or who want to become an entrepreneur. doesn't matter uh, what their education is. They can still learn, learn, learn. They can go back to the university. The learning, uh, they have to be open to learning every time. This is very mm -hmm. important. Listen mm -hmm. to everyone, hear what they are saying, understand what they need, and do, just do what you have to do. Of course, hardworking is also very important. But when you do what you love, working doesn't seem like working. It's like a hobby. So this is also um, my, um, let's say, life uh, life lesson and my passion, yeah. and I'm going after it. I love that. And and have you had female role models in your life? I mean, I'd love for you to talk about some of the women um, who are leading this change that we need to make a global difference. Um, you know, talk to us about that a little bit. Yeah, uh, I I love uh, the story of Marie Curie. You know, mm -hmm, <laughs> she's of a course. very well-known scientist, and I love the story of her. If anyone who doesn't know about her life, just go back and read about her. And that was the time uh, which was even much harder for women at that time when she started her her work. Mm -hmm. And she's a very good scientist, a very good uh, mother. Uh, a very good uh, wife at the same time, and she struggled all her life. Event uh, after uh, her passion and uh, what she was believing in. So she's one of my best role models. Mm -hmm. But also there are many, many, many much more <laughs> worldwide. For instance, Rachel Carlson, a marine uh, biologist, activated the global environmental movement with her in 1962, uh, Book Silent Spring. Yes. Uh, she mm -hmm. uh, described the harmful effects of pesticides, the DDT, on the environment. Mm -hmm. In addition, Jane uh, Goodall is a known uh, for her passion for uh, chimpanzees and her yes. extensive years of field research in the species. She's currently traveling the world speaking about environmental issues and encourage, encouraging young people to get activated in the future of the planet. Mm -hmm. Similarly, Wangari Mati, uh, the founder of Green uh, Belt Movement and the Nobel mm -hmm. uh, Peace Prize uh, winner, focused on environmental conversation and women's rights in Kenya. So we mm -hmm. can, there is uh, much more, <laughs> uh, but these are the ones that I admire, let's say, uh, most. Well, and, and the thing that's, that's so hard for some of, of our young people uh, and young women to realize is that these role models were somebody's neighbor, somebody's mom, it, it, somebody that all the people around them thought were just normal human beings, because they were. <laughs> uh, when we read about some of these women in our history books and in their uh, you know, books that they've written, we tend to think that, oh, that's, that kind of person is someone else. It couldn't be me or couldn't be someone I know. And that's simply not true. And I think that what's so inspiring about your own story is that it's very similar to these women's stories. And that is, you know, it started with 
you know, a passion for making your child's world a better place, making the world around you a better place, and taking whatever talents, whatever education you have, or whatever education you could continue to get, and moving forward with your purpose. And, and these heroes, or sheroes, as we sometimes call them, did the same thing. And, you know, I'm willing to believe that, you know, the people who knew them best were not like, oh, you know, she's a movie star. Or she's somebody, you know, larger than life. They're real people. And that means that we can all do the same thing if we live our purpose with the same fervor and passion. You know, Dr. Samanchi, we've only got about a minute left on the show, but I want to give you a chance to share any final thoughts with our listeners. What would you like to say to them as we close the show? Well, the most important moment I wish to inspire is to help the number of bees increase in the world. This is mm -hmm. definite. And mm -hmm. this will also contribute to sustainable agricultural production and more natural food for everyone and, of course, help the ecosystem. And besides, the world will go more green and more clean. Yes, <laughs> if we use thank bees, you. We don't, need to, <laughs> we don't need to use pesticides. Think about That's right. So I'm trying to help bees and spread their words. That's all I, I want it. to say. I love it. And, and you've inspired me and I know you've inspired our listeners too. For our listeners who want to check out your website, it's www.beandyou.com. Dr. Samanchi, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you to all of our listeners for joining us as well. We'll be here same time, same place next week with more Go Green Radio. Until then, have a wonderful week and do something in your life to go green. Did you get some terrific ideas from today's show? Please join us for more next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. It's Go Green Radio with Jill Buck here on Voice America. Go Green Radio is proudly sponsored by Covanta Energy, a leader in providing renewable energy solutions for a cleaner world. Visit www.covantaenergy.com for more information. We'll see you here next week.